Hey everyone, sorry that this episode is so late. Uh, it's editing Jake here. It is 9.30am Saturday morning and I just didn't feel like editing it last night after we recorded it because we recorded uh, this Tuesday's episode uh, right afterwards. So it's still out on Saturday, so it's still a Saturday special. Sorry if you've been holding on, baiting your breath, waiting for our episode to come and talk about it. Big episode this week as we'll talk about in the episode, but, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, I kind of edited this rather hastily, so if you hear a lot of noises, uh, you will hear, uh, Austin's dog, you will hear Finnegan, uh, some people are quiet because of, you know, some technical challenges we had, uh, while, of course, Austin and I are the loudest, uh, you'll hear weird technical things. So, sorry about all that, but it is out, it is tolerable, uh, and you will listen to it and enjoy it, I command you. So, thank you all for listening, Uh, without further ado, here we go. Well guys, big episode this week. Wow, lots of spoilers, spoiler warning for anyone out there listening who hasn't seen WandaVision yet. Nah, there's no spoilers, Uh, nothing exciting happened. This is Jake. I'm here with my co-hosts, Richard, Austin. Hey. No, it's Austin, Richard. What? It's Austin, wait a, Richard. Wait a, wait a minute. You can't just you said, a curveball. You can't turn it around like that. You said Richard first, and I was fine with that. <clears throat> and then you made me first out of pity. <laughs> no, it's because because I forgot who was going, and then I, I'm pretty sure it was Austin. No, it's it's fine. It's fine. No, Austin. Why I'm don't you my co-host, yourself? Austin, Richard. So my name is Austin. Uh, I'm here today with my co-hosts, Richard and Jake. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. That is, un- that is understandable that I am You're- last. <laughs> I will not react in any specific dynamic way. Well, I'm the only one who hasn't introduced myself, so hey guys, I'm Richard. And I'm here with my co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you if you heard that laugh there and didn't recognize who it's from, you probably already know who it's from because you read the title of dog. this episode. Yes, that was Finnegan. Uh, no, Tyler is here with us today. Say hello, Tyler. Hi guys, my name's Tyler. I'm a bundle of fun. Oh. Tyler is oh the gosh. person who designed the logo for the podcast. Actually, that was Tyler. So, thanks, Tyler. Tyler, you also have the only review for the podcast last time I checked, so I was, jo- I was joking, like, I was t- talking about it on the podcast, like, don't even pay attention to that, because the dude who wrote it doesn't even listen, so Yikes. it's not so even, like, should, a real... You should really feel honored to be on the podcast, even though you've never heard of us before. Yeah. To That's be fair, every guest I, we've had I hasn't have... heard of us before. <laughs> That's not true. I was here. I talked with you guys about it before. Name it, name one episode you've listened to. It took me a to. while. I listened to your guys' WandaVisions episode one and two. That and then your does not count. Two, which was misspelled because it's supposed to be three. But yeah, that was an I did, what, I did listen to those today. <laughs> oh, so you just listened to them today. That doesn't yeah. count. I, I'm hurt. <laughs> I'm a little hurt. So Did you guys bring me on as an expert of the podcast or the topic of discussion. So thanks for coming on, Tyler. Uh, like I said, big episode this week. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and real quick, 
say both of you guys were wrong. She is not being brainwashed or interrogated. No, no, no. <laughs> I did not say that. I did not say that. That was one I of my theories. No. I said that was one of my theories. Richard is the one that said brainwashed. I am the one who kept talking about... Richard was interrogated, I thought. No, I said that was one of the options, but I was more so heavy on the thing that she was doing everything. Yeah, I mean, she was doing everything. I thought you were saying she was, like, being brainwashed. No, I I said that she was... was I said that it was probably her the whole time, but she was being monitored. Or she was being, like, in a sense, not interrogated, but people were watching her with a purpose. <laughs> yeah. That Richard was the brainwashed crazy. guy. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. That hand in episode one, not what I expected <laughs> no. at all. Uh, I was not expecting to see her in the MCU ever I again. had a feeling... They obviously didn't have the budget for Natalie Portman, so they that's had to fine. Call she Kat is Dennings. insignificant. Yeah, it's not like she's in uh, but Thor: Love and War or whatever it is. Love. The only love reason is she, she do, do is that? prominent is because she had the Infinity like Stone love in her. Thunder, Richard. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. Bruh, and you call yourself a Marvel fan? That was pre. Disgusting. That was that was like. Uh, that was pre-Phase 4. <laughs> so. So, everyone, remember, like, subscribe. This isn't fa- YouTube, so rate, review, all the things uh, on whatever platform you have. Uh, let us know how we're doing, how we can improve. Big week this week. Uh, we had the last, early this week, maybe Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I think. We had 20, 21, and then 51 episodes, respectively. Jeez. So, some big some big days for us. We've kind of dipped a little bit since then. Kind of like uh, what GameStop's going to do in about a week. You leave them so. alone. They That whole situation is just fantastic to me. Reddit users yeah. broke the stock market, and then billionaires threw a fit because it was GameStop. <laughs> Yeah, but let's not talk politics. This is about <laughs> well, it wasn't politics. It was so, just the fact of the matter. Yeah, it was just stockbroking. Yeah, economy one hundred and one. Yeah. More like stock breaking. <laughs> yeah, because we're breaking the stocks. Anyway, stonks. Stonks. Uh, quick take of the episode, Tyler, because you don't listen. We're, we're all just going to kind of give a quick take, you know, 10 to 15 seconds, what you thought of the episode, um, then we'll, then we'll get into some real spoilers, some real, some real heavy stuff, uh, after this we could probably do a plot synopsis too, kind of work our way through the plot, so my, my quick take is, I liked it, um, I liked Randall Park in it, I liked Kat Dennings in it, um, you kind of had some things revealed about the town um, and the people in there. Uh, and I'm excited to see where it goes, but it seems like it's going to be another sitcom episode next week. So I feel like it will. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. So, who else? Who wants to go Richard, next? take it away. You love All this right, show. I can do that. Um, I liked it, but at the same time... 
I didn't like being proven wrong. Uh, that's just not that's not an easy thing for me and so i i thought the episode was really well done and i liked a lot of uh what we got to see uh some of the behind the scenes of what's been going on as the show has been unfolding uh but like i said i was proven wrong and i don't like that but oh well makes sense I absolutely love this episode um, because I was so invested into the plot at this point in the show. I think it's really cool that they're finally explaining a lot of things, uh, especially because we're nearing the the middle of the series. Uh, as far as we know, this is only going to be one season and there's, what, nine mm-hmm. episodes? So we, we yeah. are almost to halfway through. Um, so this is a huge point in where we're figuring out what's going on, why things are happening, and... For the Easter egg parts of it, you're seeing how they're more incorporated into the show itself. So I absolutely love this episode. Uh, the reintroduction of other characters, uh, the connection between this episode and uh, Endgame, and the connection between how the characters are involved in other series like the FBI. Uh, Wu is in this one, and he's an Ant-Man, and... Uh, uh, Lewis, Darcy Lewis, she is uh, in this, and she's in the original four movie. So it's really cool to see it all incorporating and coming back together. All right, I'm going to try and speed through the plot. Um, we didn't get Tyler. There, there is a lot. <laughs> oh, wait, Tyler! Oh my goodness! Episode. I was like, well, okay. Oh, no. What's your quick take, Tyler? Uh, now I feel now I feel <laughs> bad. Me, like, sorry, Tyler. Go, I'm, go right maybe ahead. Maybe unlike you guys, I actually. This is not my favorite episode. It doesn't mean I hate it. I actually really love this series. But for me, when I watch the show, I'm, I love mystery behind the show. And when you get an episode like this that reveals so much that's going on and what you've been like, all that little mystery, all those little things, you're like, what's happening? Uh, for me, that just kind of feels like they just needed a filler episode to explain everything and then they get back to the story. Maybe you you view that differently. I think my favorite part about this whole episode is they brought my favorite youth minister slash FBI agent back, uh, Randall Park. You you said youth minister. What did you mean by that? In, well, in uh, in Ant Man, yeah, he in Ant Man and the Wasp, he says he's a youth. <laughs> oh, minister. I guess I forgot yeah, about that. Just part time youth minister. Because I I because uh, you you posted that in our little group chat and I immediately went to Google I'm like what the heck Randall Park youth minister uh, Jimmy Woo youth minister and I didn't really find a lot so I'm like what am I missing <laughs> I guess I forgot uh, that part in Ant-Man of the Wasp yeah so that's um I mean I like the episode I just I really liked where it was where this show is still going um I just yeah it wasn't my favorite yeah. episode so far so Interesting. So, now I will do what I said I was going Little to do. Little plotty sinny. Uh, I hated it. I hated that I so said that. I'll try, I'll try to make this quick. <laughs> yeah, I did too, but that's okay. I was just going to ignore it, but you brought it up. Uh, we open on a hospital where... People are getting brought back after what they yep. call the blip or, you know, getting the snapping. So it's five years later. Uh, that's really just an expedition, expedition, exposition dump. 
uh, to let you know, hey, Geraldine is what we thought. It is Monica Rambeau. Um, so she's works for Sword, which her mom right? started. You know, we talked about which her mom started, or you know, helped start. Um, she was definitely high up there in Sword. So uh, she goes back to Sword. You know, they have this thing that FBI called them about. They send her to investigate. It's to the town of mm-hmm. Westview, uh, where the show takes place. Um, Jimmy Wu is there, the FBI agent, and he's like, you know, I got a call about a missing person. The missing person doesn't exist, and no one's ever heard of him. Uh, and I talked to the sheriffs here, the sheriffs, you know, she, the sheriffs tell her they've never even heard of Westview. This place used to be Eastview. So I don't know what happened to Westview. No, they're, they're from Eastview, Uh, which is a different place. They're the county sheriffs. So they're from Eastview. Yeah, Yeah, they're from Eastview. I guess I misunderstood Westview just showed up out of nowhere. And one interesting thing I saw was there was the road sign for Westview. So this place was like incorporated yeah. into New Jersey itself. It wasn't just, it popped up. Yeah. So there's like this force field. They call in a bunch of scientists to come and look. That's where Kat Dennings, you know, Darcy comes in. She does some stuff that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And she gets a television signal, which is the sitcoms. That you saw the last three episodes, and they're they're watching these sitcoms, um, trying to figure out what stuff is, who people are, and this is what makes me think Eastview used to be Westview, is that there are people in this town that are real people in real life, um, and they're hanging them up on the wall. You know, Herb is this guy. They have a picture of his driver's I guess that license. Might make sense. So they're real people right. that are in the. Town. I just had the theory that they were stolen. Like, she just, like, sucked up people right after yeah, I, the blip, I after uh, Endgame <laughs> and everything, and she just took people and made this reality. Well, I think that, like, Westview was something that, because um, when the cops were saying, I know I never heard of it, it wasn't that, you know, it was something that Eastview became Westview or anything, but, like, they were just subconsciously, like, even with the sign behind them, they were saying, never heard of it. Like, it's right there behind them. They've never heard of it. Well, they're saying that because it, like, showed up out of nowhere. And they point out a couple of really interesting things is they point out the population, and it's 3,000-some-odd people that live there. So they're, they're like, really confused where this place would have come from. Mm-hmm. Just, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and so you get some answers. Uh, whose hand it is writing in a notebook... Um, after the end of episode one, yep. that was Darcy, Kat Dennings, um, watching the show, uh, at the sword place, uh, who is the beekeeper? That was someone they sent in to, uh, try and figure out what's going on in there. Uh, that's kind of why he turns his head so dramatically, because we were wondering, like, that's nefarious He's looking, but it's just a guy getting up, looking around, here's Vision, Turns his head rapidly because right. he's, you know, freaking out. Uh, yeah. And you know, he goes in a hazmat suit, so things change when they go in there, which is, you know, I'm assuming yeah, Geraldine the, changed the when she, was, you know, got sucked in. The cable that they in. were, like, 
Yeah, it turns to into a jump match rope. The time period. Turn into a one jump thing, rope. One thing that I noticed about that particular scene, about the the beekeeper or the the hazmat suit guy coming out of the thing, um, it was just kind of like an inconsistency from what I could tell, because in the in the background you can see Wanda and Vision seeing him come out of the sewer, and when it zooms in on her saying no she's already pregnant at that point. Or was she already pregnant in episode two? Well, it's not... No. It's not that she was pregnant already. It's they didn't notice she was pregnant. Because they, they're they inside, and they hear a noise outside, and they go outside, and then the episode ends... No, yeah, she was pregnant because she was pregnant, and then they hear a noise outside. They go outside, they come back in. Well, they are going to go back in, but when she rewound it, it went straight back to them talking on the couch. Okay. So they already found out she was pregnant, and then they went outside. So when they rewound, well, and she rewound it, uh, they hmm. were back sitting on the couch talking about the pregnancy. Okay. I again. thought that we had a discovery. So that. she was already pregnant. I thought that I, that I noticed a couple things with that too. She says no. No, she. But one thing I would have liked to have seen... Nope, she was pregnant before that. We didn't get to see that. Was she says no, and we don't know what happens to the beekeeper person after she says no. I have, again, a theory about that. Um, We can see when people are sucked in that they become a part of the reality, but they can slowly get their their consciousness back. Um, Geraldine slowly got hers... Uh, the other characters who we found out are real people, real people, they are finding out that they're a part of this. They're kind of self-aware. So I feel like the beekeeper got sucked in, or the, the worker for S.W.O.R.D., he got sucked in. He's now maybe going to be a background character, or he already is a background character we just didn't notice yet. And he is either going to help while they're trying to get her out or something, mm-hmm. or he's going to like slowly regain his consciousness. Because Geraldine, we found out, she didn't willingly go in. Yeah. She was curious, she felt the force field, and she was sucked in. So I feel like that might be a lot of thing. well, what happened to a lot of the other people that are in there, too. And that's why they're regaining their consciousness and they're a little self-aware, like Herb and, uh, Ag- not Agnes, what is her name? Oh, it is Agnes, I can't remember. Agnes. Um, they, they know that they're within... Mm. Not a simulation, but they're within a false reality. Hmm. So I think the beekeeper is just going to become a part of it for a little while. Poor guy. Anything to add, Tyler? I, uh... No, I don't really have anything. I, I was kind of waiting until we finished the prop analysis, I guess. Prop analysis. Plot, plot analysis. So we left off... We left off with the guy plot, going synopsis. through the sewers... Yeah. So I was just kind of explaining, you know, as they're trying to figure out what's going on here, some of the things you saw, some of the questions I answered, mm-hmm. they're sending in drones. Um, and so the helicopter she finds in the bush was a sword drone that yep. kind of you know, became got lost a part of the reality thing. Uh Jimmy Woo is like kind of writing questions on the board. I didn't memorize them, but they were good questions. Like, you know, 
Yep. Is Vision alive? Is, you know, who's doing this? You know, is is Wanda doing kind of kind of like that kind of stuff? Um, they were they weren't those questions, but I can't remember what the questions were other than is Vision alive? Well, they're they're all along those lines uh, because I mean they're figuring yeah. out as much as we are. I think that's one of the cool things about the episode is the characters don't yeah. know more than we do. Like, especially with Sword and everything, they're trying to figure it out as the viewers are figuring it out. So I think yeah, that's super cool. They had some innuendos uh, in there that I thought were pretty clever. Like, at one point, Randall Park's character, he's like, he's like, so is the universe just creating sitcoms now? And I was like, that's pretty clever. Yeah. <laughs> Starring the Avengers. Dude, I got I got a take about, uh, never mind, never mind, it's kind of unrelated. I have so uh, many takes. Once once we get to the takes part, I, I have a lot to say. Uh, eventually, it get we kind of like work from episode one through episode three of this sitcom. Uh, you know, weird stuff is happening. It, there are some things that doesn't make sense, like the weird noises that the tree branch makes on the window that we talked about. That I went back and started to rewatch that video. It is a weird noise, and is still a different noise. Maybe that's just an inconsistency. There is the whole weird herb cutting through his, you know, wall. I don't know why. Right. Uh, I think he might have been trying to get Vision's attention. Uh, you, you mean almost like subconsciously, like fighting back? Like he's he's trying to, yes, that's Could what be- I think. Because they obviously know that they're a part of an alternate reality, and maybe that they're trying to get out too. I don't know. Something like that. Kind of different from what it's supposed to be. Like, I don't know. Maybe I have to take a look back at it, but it seemed like it was a little more techy. Maybe I was just seeing things, but I don't know. I don't remember. All I remember is he was cutting through concrete (laughs) with a hedge trimmer. So that was already, you know, something was off. Uh, and, but I mean, with, with this episode, we can just see how fragile this world is because she, she obviously is creating all of it. Um, I guess we haven't really got to that part. Um, but even still, we, we see a lot of things breaking apart. Like she is kind of snapping, um, when we find out that she basically hurled, uh, Geraldine through the entire house before that she was shot out of the the town and she has that little glimpse of vision when he's she's looking back at him and Loki, he's dead me. and his stone is ripped out yeah the i it caught me so off guard i jumped a little it was weird because what it reminded me of was haunting a hill house in the first episode with that little glimpse uh fantastic show but it just oh my goodness but I, I think that she is just slowly losing it uh, in this reality. And she doesn't have as much of a grip on it as she thinks. Yeah, well, I mean, there are outside forces, you know... Tampering with, with it, it, too, which is probably really causing which, you it. You know, it's kind of why maybe... Uh, you know, she, she probably understands this. And, I mean, she definitely knows it now that Geraldine... A.K. Monica was like talking to her about Ultron, 
you know, probably probably not the mm-hmm. most tactful way to bring it up, <laughs> but well, she. That's the other thing is I don't think she she knew how much uh, Wanda didn't know within this reality. Because another huge thing that I think is happening is Vision is the rational side of Wanda. She's kind of in a split personality within her own world. As she recreated Vision, she put all of her rationalities within him. Uh, I mean, just to kind of finish up the plot synopsis, we go back into the scene, we see uh, Wanda basically expel Geraldine, she talks to Vision, and there's new dialogue there. Uh, Vision says, this, uh, we don't have to stay here, we can go somewhere else, and she says, no, this is our home, and he says, are you sure? So I think a lot of her rationales in her mind are fighting back against her within this created world, and they're coming through Vision, and he, I think he might show, maybe later on in the season, uh, in the show, uh, the rationalities and her, him fighting against Wanda to try to bring him back to reality, uh, and stuff like that. But at this point, we know that he's definitely dead. Yeah. Not, I'd say it seems pretty like, clear recreated. that this entire reality is a shielding mechanism that she herself has created to not have to deal with some of the atrocities that she's dealt with. You know, like, like she denies. You know, when Geraldine brings up. Her brother being killed by Ultron, boom, gone. Eject her straight out of the out of her reality. And as soon as you know, like there's there's just things that don't add up. You see the glimpse of Vision really being dead, but in this reality, he's not. And it seems it seems pretty evident that this is all uh, some kind of shielding mechanism for her to kind of. Uh, escape the reality to which she have she has to deal with now. Well, right, because she's been through a lot. Because Civil War, uh, Infinity War, and Endgame really aren't that far apart within the Marvel Cinematic Universe storyline. So she she's lost her brother, she's lost the love of her life, and mm. she had to battle the guy who killed her, uh, killed him. So I think she's just been like storing it all up inside of her and now that it's all over she is cracking she understands that she needs to grieve so her her grieving is through this uh alternate reality which is huge for the easter egg in episode one with house of m because this is basically the cinematic version of house of m where she's creating her own reality she's having the twins uh there is the reference to the grim reaper and the uh the I can't remember which episode, but one of them when they're going through the house and you can see in the subfloor is the helmet of the Grim Reaper and that could be connected to Mephisto, which could be the next big villain of Marvel. Uh, so it's all making sense how things are going uh, based on the comics, but I think in all this is just her grieving and mm-hmm. now she's going to snap because people are messing with her while well, she's grieving. Well, it's only been, uh, technically in her eyes, it's only been about Cause she was blipped, right? She, yeah, she was. Yeah. Wasn't she one of the ones that? No. Yeah, yeah, she was. So it's only been three weeks. Yeah, she was blipped since Vision died, uh, according to the timeline of the show. Right. And but for, I mean, from my theory, I guess what I'd say is, well, if this if this takes place after Endgame, it'd be she would have been blipped. She would have came back. So Vision would have died, 
you know, five years yeah, ago now, three to her it would have seemed like three weeks. Well, to her, yeah, well, we can see that the people who were blipped, and it's mentioned in Endgame, but it's re-mentioned here, that the people who were blipped didn't realize how much mm-hmm. time had passed. Uh, Monica said that she said that she might have fallen asleep for like 20 minutes, but <coughs> she was gone for five years. So I think that feeds even more into how fresh... Uh, Vision's death well, is to her. I think for me, my theory, I, I'm in this real quick, is just, or what the hot take, if you guys do that, <laughs> is that I don't think that Wanda uh, just went straight into grief like this, like that. It was all just her. Like you said, I feel like there's outer forces working with it because when you, when you see the end of Endgame, it's almost as if her and Hawkeye, uh, was it Hawkeye or her and uh hawkeye yeah it was hawkeye with, because he had just yeah, lost black widow and it seems like for them the well, I destruction think, of thor i think it's I the mean, opposite thanos is like for them it's like it's not peace i guess but it's like there's some kind of closure because they got they fit they won so i think in the sense that it's being handled but i feel like someone brought it up for her in this in the sense confusing her scaring her and stuff like that cuz i don't know she's uh, she's been manipulated before and to doing stuff, and I'm not saying she's always the most. She, I'm not. I'm saying basically she's not the most strong-willed character of the show. I think so. I I interpreted it the opposite at the end of Endgame that uh, Hawkeye and her were like still heavy in grief because they they were forced to deal with losing uh, Black Widow and losing vision really quickly so now they have the chance to grieve so i think that's where it's going with this i mean you could be right i could be wrong but that's kind of how i interpreted it um especially with um the the new hawkeye show that's coming out he is going to be training his daughter or his daughter's going to be taking his mantle in some portion where i feel like that grief is going to be uh reintroduced where he's going to be like oh black widow this black widow that um, so I'm not sure. You could be right, but she, she's definitely been through a lot and I wouldn't blame the grieving because I mean, she lost her brother and the love of her life before she even like really had the chance to live. Here's my hot take. It could be both. <laughs> That's true. But yeah. I think the Hydra references now that we're watching, we know that she's manipulating it are her suppressed memories because the first thing in the first commercial we see is a Stark reference. Uh, Stark is the reason that she uh, was captured. She got her powers and stuff like that. And then Hydra was the reason that she lost everything and she had struggled so much. So I think there are repressed memories that are coming out through those commercials. Could be. Yeah. We will We will see. Uh, so, yeah. The ending of the episode is not, like, crazy. Anticipation building? Uh Uh-uh. No. And so... It kind of just brings you up to speed. Yeah. And and so, really, when the last vestige of, you know, the outside world is removed with Monica, you know, she kind of just... You can see, you know, she talks down. Like Tyler said, I I like his idea. Vision is kind of like representing this rational 
side of her that realizes something's wrong, something's not, you know, something's weird. You know, they need to, you know, leave this reality. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, she gets Monica to go. She talks down Vision. That's that's really why I'm thinking, like, next week's just going to be another regular sitcom episode. It would be the 80s, right? But you... (laughs) Something... But I, it, you know, it, it's one of those things where, from now on, like I, like I said last week, with Monica, you know, being thrown out of the world, you know, now that we've seen that, we can't go back. You know, now that we've seen this episode, we can't go back. Like, we gotta, like, at, at least split time between, you know... Westview and outside Westview. Or Eastview, or whatever it is. Yeah, I I see... I think it's going to be like the same structure they have been doing. Two or three more sitcom episodes, and then catching up to speed with the outside. Because if, they, if they're going every ten years... Um, for sitcoms, 80s will be next, and then there's 90s, 10s, and 20s. And they're in the 2020s in the cinematic universe, I believe. Because that's where Endgame leaves off, or something like that. I can't remember. Um, but I don't think they have enough episodes to keep doing that, and I think there's supposed to be a resolution within this show. Because if not, they're going to have to do another season. Uh, but if this is just being a setup show to other shows... I'm not really sure where they're going to go with it. But, I mean, personally, I hope there's more sitcom episodes. I think it's really cool how they're doing it. Uh, It makes a really cool storyline. But also, I think it helps having those split uh, episodes or split realities or explanation episodes or whatever to show people, hey, this is actually what's going on. So I'm not sure. And we end up with, like, an Office-styled sitcom. That would be hilarious. Well, 80s, I just looked it up. 80s is like Elf and Full House and Growing Pains. Yeah. So it's it's, it's really getting into more modern style. Like less less laugh tracks, less uh, corny, yeah. uh, kind of sexist, racist undertones. Because she made one. Uh, Darcy made a really funny one. She said she washes dishes at least once an episode. Yuck. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of sexist I thought it was pretty funny they're just taking these little stabs but also her character is like that I really I'm glad she's back she was hilarious in Thor yeah dude I'm I think it's a limited series so I think when it comes to season two or anything like that that might not be the goal or anything so right I'm I'm not sure where they're going with it I heard something a while ago that all these new shows are only going to be a season so I'm not positive if they're going to have another season, but I mean, if they did, I hope they don't ruin it. Yeah, my my guess is no. But if we're all right. done talking about our our plain old takes, we can we can kind of get into some 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 spicy takes, some hot takes, some, some of them ha- habanero takes. Uh, one thing, uh, I I more agree with Tyler. Uh, about this episode that I didn't really like it that as much as like maybe the other ones, uh, which is okay. Like I, 
like I've said, I I like I like the sitcom episodes. Um, I liked the weirdness. I liked that they were building to something. Here we are, episode four, and we're we're there. Uh, and now they kind of had a problem in this episode with the writing of it was kind of corny yeah and there was just so much exposition and they were trying what what what's it called the CSBR or whatever yes. it was the the cosmic like uh something something background radiation background radiation the energy found. Yeah. That was interesting that yeah. they did that because that means that energy has been around forever. So there's always been, uh, oh, what's it called? The mutations. So I think that's a huge introduction to X-Men. Uh, I don't think it's the same radiation, but I think them saying that those mutants have been around forever or that mutation or that radiation, I think is a really deep connection because Scarlet Witch has a really close connection through House of M to the X-Men who are now owned by Disney. But where I was going was more just like the writing was kind of dumb. More along the line of (laughs) like what Tyler was thinking was they didn't have to explain that like what cosmic background, you know, galactic empire cosmic background radiation was. They like, like they didn't explain anything else, but for some reason they had to like tell you that this energy was from the Big Bang. I think like, I think it was I, a character. I get thing. it. Like this, what? Like I think it was Darcy's it, character that it was. No, the that one. Well, yeah, I know, but like the reason guy I, the reason she said it. said it like that, which needed the explanation, I think, was a character trait, like. I, I understand. It was like I, there are a couple of the Jimmy Woo lines that were kind of corny to me, um, but I, I, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Youth I just think say? it was dumb <laughs> that they introduced that, and then all of the scientific stuff that she did had virtually nothing to do with that. Well, I mean, it did and it didn't. It was like that's how she discovered to plug in a TV. Yeah, she pretty quickly became an electrical engineer more than a. Uh, I don't even remember what she radioactive was. Radioactive biologist. Like, what, and, an astrophysicist yeah. or something like that? Mm hmm. And, and somehow she knew, like, hey, if. You know, as you see that radio in every episode, which had only been one episode, yep. like, I bet I, I know a way we can. Tap into the it the radioactive frequency and make something kind come of through easy. the like yeah yeah and and then even then Jimmy Woo's questions you know that's the guy who who's coming through the the radio I, we haven't mentioned that yet you know, Jimmy was the one whose voice came through the radio his his question was dumb unless like Tyler was saying. Someone is, you know, manipulating her and causing, you know, manipulating her grief and causing her to do this, which is kind of like a dumb plot, like, ooh, let's take over a town and turn it into a sitcom, evil, 
but uh, it's it's like who is doing this to you? Like that's a dumb question. Jake, you're gonna have to repeat every single thing you're saying. Yeah, your your recording probably picked it up just fine, but you you lagged out for us. Yeah, you guys have been lagging out for me. Not lagging out, but like Tyler and Richard, your guys' cameras keep turning off then turning back on. Oh. And Yikes. I'm, I'm on problem, I'm on straight <laughs> 4G over here. Straight 4G as compared to crappy Wi-Fi. Yep, there it is. <laughs> so what did you what were you saying about his question? What was the question that It it was dumb. It was dumb. It, it, the que- the question was dumb. Unless like Tyler said someone oh, is the, qu- the question the, I think that was videos. for the viewers like, to get thrown off. Brief. Because the the House of M Easter egg yeah. for but for nerds was like know. a huge giveaway. But the, the 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 problem is, like they don't know anything about what's going on. They know they're watching a sitcom with Wanda and Vision in it, and people from somewhere. Well, I don't even remember where their licenses were from, and they he gets one shot to talk through a radio to her and his question is well they don't figure out until the very end of the episode that wanda is all of this like in their minds they might just think that she's in a trap or she was forced into an alternate reality or this is like some prison so i think in their minds it might have been an outside source doing this to her um so that's why they ask who's doing it but also, it yeah, make the biggest thing that gets don't... me is why is an FBI agent, one FBI agent, allowed in this giant sword uh, thing? Like, it's 100% sword who is doing this investigation, Yeah. but there's Jimmy Woo, one FBI agent, who is allowed to be there for everything. It was a, it was a joint effort. I remember her saying that there was a... Yeah, it did have sword, but I remember when she got in there, she was talking about how it was a joint. Oh, yeah. It wasn't just sword. I guess, yeah, I forgot about that, where she said it was like the the Air Force and the... Right. (laughs) The reason we only see him is because he's from the... Wait a minute, if they do an Office episode, he can't be in it, because that's Jim. I mean, Jim wouldn't (laughs) be in the Office episode. Who, who... There's a good question. Would Jim be Herb or Vision... Who would be who would be Dwight? I think Vision Vision Wanda would be uh, Jim and Pam. Herb would probably be Stanley because of mild Only mild, racism. Though. Only mild. Um, Agnes 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 might be Angela. Wow. No, Agnes might. <laughs> no, because she's not as trashy as Meredith. I take back Angela. She I would, would be. I was thinking Meredith. It's later office, but mm. she would be Aaron. Uh, I don't know who uh, Mike uh, and Dwight would be. Michael and Dwight. Because we don't know a ton of... Wait, that mustache dude. That would probably be Dwight. The guy... I would say he'd be Dwight. The guy who kind of looks like David Schwimmer. Probably Michael. You know, people say I look like David Schwimmer. I don't know. Mm. I could see it. Maybe. (laughs) I, I, I wouldn't say that right off the bat. I but don't I can reveal see this it. often, 
I <laughs> I was getting there. I don't reveal this often because people end up calling me it. Dross. When I was did camp teams, <laughs> literally by now this was five years ago, six years ago. Uh, like there were kids at a camp who didn't even know my name. They didn't know my name was Jake. They just knew I. They called they me call you Ross because I com- combined looked like Drake and Drake. Ross. See, I my first impression of you was like, wow, that guy kind of looks like White Drake. I didn't think David oh Schwimmer. Gosh. I thought White Drake. Shouldn't have even said anything. <laughs> I, don't look, I don't look like Drake. I pl- I'm a better basketball player than Drake. <laughs> do you <laughs> do you know Hotline Bling? Um. Can I do so, the, uh, is it the introductions from now on? On my cell phone. She said, do you love me? I tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. Yeah. We don't yeah, make money. Try me, Drake. Money, though, so. Email me if you got issues. <laughs> yeah, my work. email is my first name, my last name, the number six at Gmail. Fair Get enough. me. Wow. All three of our listeners are going to be emailing the crap out of you. <laughs> Anyways. I hope so. <laughs> I'll tell him to leave a leave a review. <laughs> That'll be the email back. But I think what? we have our new introduction. Hi, my name is Drake. <laughs> Hi, I'm Richard, and uh, and Log- I'm here with my Logic. co-hosts Austin <laughs> and Dross. Richard, you can be. <laughs> See, that's you can why be I'm glad I don't look like anyone. No, I actually wow. came up with this the other day. You have the exact same energy as Kevin Hart. Richard? Yes. Yes. Really? Based based yes. on personality movies. You are the exact same as Kevin Hart. No, he is not. Oh my gosh. That's How what I'm talking him- about. I I How, saw a commercial just the other I saw a commercial just the other day with Kevin Hart and he has the exact same mannerisms in that commercial as Is it the one Richard. where he's yelling Hey Did you hear that you can get right, right, right. That's the one That's the one It's like I don't <laughs> think of Richard when I see that I think of Kevin Hart No I think of Richard especially at the very end where he says I always have great hair. I'm Kevin Hart. That's just like... I'll figure it out. You're gonna I'll find to send it. me that link. No, he says, of course I do. I'm Kevin Hart. The exact same mannerisms. Mm-hmm. And they're the same height. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We've, we've one passed one division by, so I suppose it's time we start wrapping things up. Thank you all for listening. This has been WandaVision Season... Well, season one, only season. Season uh, one, episode, episode four. four. So, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Come back next week. We're going to have WandaVision again. MCU Phase 2 on Tuesday. So, tune in for that. And then the week after that, we'll have Phase 3. And then we're going to get back to real movies. Real, actual, living movies. So, so stay tuned. What's not a living movie? Living Dead movies. Ones. Oh. So... Thank you all for listening, and uh, Tyler, you can say goodbye as well. We all say goodbye, so peace out, everybody. Just give him permission to say goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I, I want him to be prepared so that we don't <laughs> sit here awkwardly waiting for him to say bye, and then... 
Makes sense. Just, see you next week, yeah. fans. All three, four, 51 of you. Yeah, we'll see you then. Until next time. <laughs>